Hi, I'm Katie, and this is Monumental, a small show about the big things God does in the lives of ordinary people. Today, Amy and I interview the wife of Warhorn Media's very own Jake Mensel. Amanda shares about her difficult years in early motherhood, the pains of sacrifice, and God's sanctifying work in her life through it all. So I was 19 when we got married. I had just finished my freshman year of college. Uh, We found out we were pregnant like six weeks after we got married. And then that fall, Jake was starting at the pastor's college. And we were also in the very baby stages of starting a college ministry. And that grew. That didn't exist before, right? Not really. We We were starting a college ministry with a bigger focus on campus at right. IU. It was, it was a new thing, Just, starting a new yeah. thing. Um, Marriage, so, college ministry. Co- pastor's college. Pastor's college and a baby, literally. And also he was painting um, in Indianapolis or the surrounding areas. But he he worked like 12-hour days, mm-hmm. 60, 70 hours a week. And I was sick and yeah. alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those early months and then I had a a newborn in March of the next year 2008 you were 20 by then though right I was 20 it's not a teen mother (laughs) (laughs) Um, he was still working he was still painting while he was in the pastor's college not as much because he had to have time to study but it was still a whole lot college ministry wasn't fully ramped up yet that came more over the next year but anyway still alone with the baby I didn't realize at the time that I was dealing with a lot of postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that for years, Yeah, which caused a lot of trouble yeah. for me and momming a little baby, and it would have been nice to know. Yeah. yeah. I remember another mom had a baby just a couple of weeks after Peter was born, mm-hmm. and she posted a status on Facebook that said, loving this new life. And I just cried. Mm. <laughs> I was just so sad because I was just not loving, loving it. it. And you know, I loved part of it, but I would see people and yeah. and think they get to go home and do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when they go to sleep, they won't have somebody waking them up in two hours mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. one or less. <laughs> um, it was rough. And we had nursing issues, and that was a big contributor, I'm sure. Yeah. Packing up even more, I was induced. Oh man! <laughs> and I went. I was two weeks late, and I was induced, mm. and it was just not how I wanted it to go. Mm, and yeah. my expectations, you know, were dashed. And I had an epidural, so I was doing it all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I I was open, but but still, no matter how open yeah. you are, you always have these expectations. Yes, yeah, and they affect how you yeah. feel during and after. And, yeah. yeah, so. My mo- my beginning motherhood was rough, to say the least. Uh, and with Jake being so busy, yeah, and we didn't have family in town. I didn't have very cl- very many close friends yeah. at the time either. It felt very alone. We had a rough we had a rough start. Baby Peter, baby college ministry <laughs> mm-hmm. in the pastor's college. The college ministry was really fun. It was yeah. really exciting, but it was it was really hard. <laughs> yeah, because we were it. Yeah. And once that got going, I, I had written down, I wonder if I still have it, but what our weekly schedule looked like. Oh, man. Maybe this is a bad thing. But <laughs> something in me wanted to remember it in the future. But I think it was like every night there was something. something. Oh, wow. Because the off nights when there wasn't a college event yeah. 
where Jake was preaching on campus or where there was Bible study or I was at Bible study teaching or something. Yeah. And he was probably doing something else. And sure. Peter was being watched by somebody in the church, <laughs> another pastor's wife. Jake was painting. Right. Mm. So, and sometimes he would paint all night yep. <laughs> and then come uh, home in the morning. So it was a crazy rough. life. We were like ships passing, passing in the night. Um, so you were pretty involved in the college minute. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, leading girls Bible studies and yes. meeting with girls and that kind of thing. Yes, and actually, when I was leading, when Peter was a baby, and then I got pregnant with Lucy, mm-hmm. and all the girls had Bible study in the waiting room of the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> um, after Lucy was born, yeah, it was just so sweet. There's a picture, yeah. and there was probably like twenty of them at the time. Wow. And they would come in two by two to um, see me, and I was, you know, I. You're in labor. Well, Lucy had been born by that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, this she was born at like four, and this was like eight at night. Okay, but <laughs> and I was getting so tired by the end of it. I bet. But anyway, it was a really sweet and fun time, and and then I had more kids, and I wasn't able to do, to do much. Um, so it, it I did feel disconnected with. With Jake's work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we were doing it together, we were together, you know. I was a part of the team, and I yeah. was an yeah. active member of Something the team. you were sharing. And, yeah. And we, we were able to have college kids in our home from mm-hmm. time to time, and I was still able to go to some of the events and do a lot of that, you know, as my kids were getting a little bit bigger, and we had kids quickly. More, yeah. Peter was not yet two when Lucy was born, and then Lucy was not yet two when Ian was born. As these baby babies were coming, when they were born in that, those early stages, I felt, yes, this is just confirmation. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is my work. Mm-hmm. It's just more of the same, and this is good. Yeah. And that was that was a sweet, yeah. you know. And at the same time, yes, I'm being pulled away from More work, partnering, or just helping. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't as if Jake. the college ministry was more important work that I should be doing, right. could be doing necessarily and i i did mourn that loss of being able to be in bible study and to lead Mm -hmm. bible study and Mm -hmm. to be on campus when jake was preaching and to be there but it was more of a wanting to connect with your husband and the work he was doing and not having that yeah that was a huge part of it is feeling like this is your work now yeah and this is my My work work. and we are disconnected (laughs) and because he it was so demanding on his time and so many evenings yeah that we were at home Mm -hmm. alone it was just like all on me and that was so much pressure oh yeah um you know i battled resentment Mm -hmm. a lot from that and is, was it with Jake or with God or just with your own decision? Both. Both. Mm-hmm. Both. And it wasn't as if, it was never as if Jake was glad he was away. Sure. Right. Right. He he missed being at home with mm-hmm. the kids too. Um, but it was, it was just a lot. Mm-hmm. And people were like, are you guys all right? <laughs> you know, you, is it okay? And, and we were just in survival mode constantly yeah. for those years. Because it's just what we had to do. The pastoral work was there, and Mm -hmm. the college ministry was growing and thriving, and there was real issues with real college kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they needed to be dealt with, and Jake was the one doing it, and he had help. It wasn't like he was just a one-man show. Right. He had help, and he was cultivating leaders in the the group Mm -hmm. to grow up and to take over. Um, but that takes time. But that takes time. Yeah. <laughs> and he was still in the in the pastors the college, pastors college and still and painting, and still <laughs> yes, 
he did come on staff with the church for five years after we got married. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was done with the pastor's college, doing college ministry. So then he was able to quit the painting. Mm-hmm. And but I'm sure as soon as that there was a hole, it was quickly filled with oh, yeah. more work. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was it was like he had two full time jobs. Yeah. That he was yeah. he was doing. And, oh, um, and a family. And a family. <laughs> Very young family. Yeah. So you say you struggled a lot with resentment yeah. in that time. And that, I'm sure, obviously affected your marriage and, and your parenting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, period. <laughs> um, Affirmative. <laughs> well, how? How did it? So some of the, the hardness in the early years, I think I, I lacked some bonding with Peter. And so that there wasn't a lot of affection mm-hmm. or not, not, maybe not a lot of warm affection. Mm-hmm. I struggled to like him. And there was one time we were dealing with some discipline with him. And, and Jake told me, you need to like him too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, oh, yeah, I know. But, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not a very affectionate, emotional person <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> and I was, I was feeling the sore spot anyway, um, or already. I was trying. So it wasn't yeah. like a... A blow of shame Mm -hmm. on me. You had Um, realized that. mm -hmm. And he wasn't a difficult kid. He was sweet and he was pretty obedient. You know, it was funny. Yeah. You could just watch him throw a fit on purpose, just throw down his cup. Let me try this. Let me try this out. See what mama do. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And he learned quick. That's not a good idea. (laughs) And then moving on, Lucy was very difficult as a toddler. Lucy in her toddler years was a very a hard child, defiant, very difficult to discipline. And I just got to the point where I, it was like not working for me, not working. Battling an 18-month-old, mm-hmm. two-month-old, and thinking, oh, my goodness, if it's like this now, what are we in for? This is terrible. We shouldn't have any more children. Or, <laughs> you know, this discipline thing is not working or we're doing it wrong. Something wrong, yeah. So when did you then start feeling like the full transition? Because it's kind of trickled from you are full on involved and you're starting to take the kids some to some things and gen- like just gradually pulling, kind of pulling out. When was the, the okay, I just am not going to be able to not, yeah, really... Yeah just an adjustive expectation like i can't go every night and i'm just not going to be there uh when ian was was, was coming ian. Or when oh. he was born yeah mm-hmm. for a while i taught bible study and um peter and lucy were babysat on wednesday nights yeah. when i would go um and teach i wasn't going on campus then i think i had stopped that because it was too hard to find yeah. a babysitter two nights in a row and we didn't pay these ladies to yeah, watch our kids they just they just did it in service to us in mm-hmm. the college ministry. We were we were also really poor <laughs> during all this. Another strain. No. <laughs> yeah. Dealing with little children, hard discipline stuff, another yeah. baby coming. And Ian was our happiest baby. It was the <laughs> sweetest. And it was just like another confirmation. Yeah. yeah. That wow. <laughs> This is so good. Ian mm-hmm. is just so sweet. And after dealing with Lucy and just being mm-hmm. really discouraged about the landscape of our parenting and our children, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and we didn't have difficult babies, yeah. really. Yeah. But it was, it's just hard. Mm-hmm. It's just hard, yeah. <laughs> no matter mm-hmm. what you're dealing with. 
basically when Ian was born, I was I was out of it. Yeah. I was done. I wasn't going into any going to anything. I wasn't teaching Bible study. And I could see it coming. It wasn't as if I was mm-hmm. blindsided. And I was right. sad. And we tried to find ways to keep me involved and some of it I was okay with. And then some of it was, okay, that's your life and this is mine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you always want to be involved? So since I was, um, not exactly a young believer, but when I was in high school and and even before I could drive, I was involved with leading other girls in Bible study. It's just been something that I've always, I've always done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always had a passion to do that and to teach, teach other women. And Mm -hmm. I think God has gifted me to do that. So it was just, it was natural yeah. for me to, to do that in the college ministry. Mm-hmm. And I was one of the only women mm-hmm. around and I was married to Jake. And so here it's I am. It made sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> work. And so, yeah, it was sad to lose that. Mm-hmm. And so you um, kind of knew it from the, I mean, from the beginning, that's what you wanted to do and that's yeah. where you wanted to contribute. Mm-hmm. It was just a, it was a good fit. It's what I've been yeah. doing. I want to get better at doing this yeah. and um, this is how I can do it. Right. But my mind was still going. Yeah. And I wanted to do these things and I just had to tell myself to stop it <laughs> at some point because I was fighting in my mind with how do I spend my extra time? Mm-hmm. How do I spend my nap time or my evenings at home? Do I clean my house? Do I hang out with other moms? Mm-hmm. Do I do something at church or help contribute to a ministry at church or uh, whatever. And it's difficult when it's all good, yeah. healthy things. Yeah, and exactly. so then it's... So, yeah, I was battling a lot of yeah. a lot of that. And I, I, I had to tell myself, okay, you, you just got to put this on hold. You got to mm-hmm. stop thinking this way. I still was active at church. You know, I still, sure. still yeah. did stuff. I was at Bible study. So you got to a point where you realized like, okay, they're all good things, but mm. I got to prioritize and I yes. got to figure out what's got to come first what can come mm-hmm. second and then just put it in an order to make your life just seem a little less sane. chaotic yeah. or well, whatever. It's yeah. one thing to make a, a mental decision. Okay. It's my kids and this mm-hmm. one Bible study and that's it. And then there's the emotional, yeah. mm-hmm. spiritual battle of actually letting go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So you would say having your third kid was what was... It, yeah, solidified the, me in the yeah. mom mm-hmm. role. This is my but job. Ian made it yeah. sweet, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was very sweet. Thanks, Ian. Yeah. <laughs> I was recognizing things in myself that God had put there, the good things, mm-hmm. and at the same time thinking, okay, just for my own heart and for the, the health of our home. Yeah. And it was just like small things. You know, I wasn't going to go blog every day or (laughs) be a contributor for a a magazine or whatever. But it was just things going on in my mind, just starting. And I I turned it off. Yeah. I just had to turn it off. Just a way of thinking. And I've gone back and forth. You know, (laughs) there's been like years where Mm -hmm. it'll come back and I start to get in this. And it just makes me antsy. It makes me anxious. And I start to realize again. I'm starting to put too much, you know, in this other Emphasis. basket that doesn't exactly exist. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, isn't a thing. I want to do this and this and this. And mm-hmm. so then you just start looking for ways that you can do it. But all the other things Can't are still there. Yeah. <laughs> I've got this really big thing. I've got these people. Yeah. yeah. My husband, and he's got a ministry. And he needs me. And, and I'm dividing my attention. Mm-hmm. So would you say that that's when you dealt with more bitterness? Or was it pretty... Okay. Both. 
Yeah. How does that work? <laughs> yeah. Basically, just like a back and forth battle. I mean, it could be from day to day or from hour to hour. <laughs> and why is he gone every night? How come I can't be there? How come there aren't people here to help us? Mm-hmm. My life is really hard. We're doing this good thing. How come mm-hmm. nobody is helping us? Mm-hmm. How come nobody is helping me? And just the normal mom things, being at home mm-hmm. all day long, being with whiny kids, not feeling like I was doing a good thing. and Or enough important things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When Peter was a baby, I remember telling myself, okay, I've got to find some value in this. What is the value of changing his diaper and feeding him? Can't somebody else do that? And I knew this is a good thing. Caring yeah. for a life is worth it, no matter what you're what you're doing or what they're doing. And God sees that as as valuable. But I thought to myself, okay, someday this will add up, and he will be a grown up, and he will be, you know, what I do now matters, and my attitude towards him, and my cheerfulness, mm-hmm. and this work, though it's really small and and dumb feeling (laughs) this is worth it okay yeah (laughs) the will myself along and it's hard and i i remember walking through the little hallway in our apartment and i did this time and time again but for some reason a hallway moment (laughs) (laughs) um but just reminding myself i need the every hour Mm -hmm. and i Mm -hmm. from time to time i should have done it all day long Mm -hmm. (laughs) but from time to time that was my thing yeah like my my mantra. Yeah. I need thee every hour. Every <laughs> yeah. hour I need thee. <sighs> yeah. Because it was such a battle. And I, looking back at it now, it was like the uh, the dark ages of motherhood with these little children. Mm-hmm. And after Ian came Abe, and he came faster <laughs> than the ones before. <laughs> and then I had another one, and we were moving. And then I had another one and another one. Mm-hmm. And my Second half of kids are all closer together than my first. <laughs> you thought it was bad then. Um, I'll show you how much you need me, Amanda. Oh, oh yeah, I, um, absolutely. I at some point I realized, you know, God keeps giving me children because I'm not dead yet. You know? <laughs> my inner man is not dead yet. Yeah. I still need this refining. I'm still holding on, white knuckling my independence or whatever what little you can have of it (laughs) when you have babies he wants to bring me to that place where i'm completely dependent on him yes absolutely Mm. if i would just forsake myself and Mm. my own desires and even my desire to have a husband at home all the time or Mm. to have a husband with a regular job Mm -hmm. another older mom told me she had a husband that was gone a lot too and she said for herself she would say if I needed a husband at home, God with regular would, hours, yeah. God would have given me one. And mm. I was just like, but I need one. <laughs> <laughs> but I do need yeah. one. <laughs> I do. No, God doesn't understand. <laughs> I do need one, God. Yeah. Mm. Um, and even s- and, and with motherhood, you know, another mom had said, when you have a few and they start growing up, it'll get easier <laughs> when you have that fourth one. No. <laughs> and yeah. there was, you know, I, I, as each baby was coming, God was affirming, yeah, this is what you're doing. This is good work. And this is what I've given you to do, even though it is insanely hard. And I am battling sin 
mm-hmm. in myself and in my children mm-hmm. and difficulty in our marriage and difficulty in life with family and ministry. You know, there was just a lot of heaviness. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I can't do this. I'm not cut out for this. Why are you giving me more kids <laughs> when I am like this, when I am this angry mother? Mm-hmm. Um, God, you're, this is, you know, I never said, I never maybe acknowledged to myself I was blaming God, but yeah. um, that meant I never faced it in my heart. I never actually copped to that. Yeah. And so it lingered. I didn't have the chance to repent if I was acknowledging and confessing my sin. Mm -hmm. So now looking back as my kids are just a little bit older and I still have, you know, I have seven of them. You still have a baby. Uh, Yeah. He's he's almost two, but um, I'm tempted to have a lot of regret and guilt and shame over my sin and over just my motherhood as with my little babies and feeling it as a drudge or that I was wasting my time or that I didn't do motherhood well. Mm-hmm. I wasn't happy. And it wasn't all doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. You know, as we went on, I said, you know, God was confirming in me, this is, this is my job, mm-hmm. this is my work, and this is good work to do. And the kids were, were wonderful. They're happy. They're sweet. But it was, it was hard. It was just hard. But it doesn't mean that it wasn't Good. worth it. Or worth it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what brought you to the point where you did start recognizing that sin, that anger towards God, and confessing and bringing about that changed perspective of mothering? <laughs> well, when I realized I was an angry mom, Peter was a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, you know, a week or two old. <laughs> um, and, Just a dick long to realize <laughs> You start to see, wow, yeah. yikes, God is so patient with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I am yes. so not. <laughs> but it, you know, it just continued from there. It was just a constant, constant battle with heavy life circumstances, with discipline, being feeling strapped with lots of little ones. I was, it was just a constant battle to fight against anger and to try to cultivate joy. And I, I don't feel like I did it mm-hmm. well. And I'm, I'm still battling anger. <laughs> so I was about to say, and you mastered it now, yeah. right? <laughs> no, I wish I could. Um, <laughs> I don't know that I'll ever escape it, but by God's grace. And I I feel like, man, I should have, oh, gosh, I should have gone to God sooner. I should mm. have repented. You know, I was, I was so complacent and comfortable in my sin. God, you've given me this, these children. You've given me this, these difficult circumstances. I deserve to be angry. And um, and anybody else, I think, outside of, outside, <laughs> even Christians, I was going to say outside the world, but even Christians would say, yeah, you, you have a right. It's understandable. Yeah. It's understandable that you're feeling that way. Or, well, and sin's tricky enough like that. It's e- so easy to justify <laughs> our sin mm-hmm. when we're angry about something and we can see what, what we're angry about. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy to quickly yep. get yourself to going i have a right to be angry yeah (laughs) and when you walk in that for so long yeah yeah. then there's fear of being out of that yeah what Mm -hmm. does life by faith actually look like Mm -hmm. yeah and i'm not like a a happy you know picturesque (laughs) stay-at-home mom 
you know, Christian mom who's always smiling and loving her job and as a mother, and that's not really my personality. So <laughs> what, is, what does faithfulness look like for me? Yeah. I don't know, really. <laughs> so it's just a number of things that stupidly I, I just sat in my sin a lot. But God is so gracious through, mm-hmm. through those years to give me sweet, happy children that are reasonably obedient. <laughs> Lucy has turned into a very sweet daughter. Yeah. It's just a, a grace of God to give that to us. And I don't have an accurate picture of those years, those little years, um, <clears throat> completely. You know, it's hindsight isn't 2020 mm-hmm. and seeing myself accurately and seeing the kids accurately and... Um, but, you know, even even though there was sin and even though there was things that I screwed up, God is still working. Yeah. And I used to wonder, how does anybody survive <laughs> in marriage? How does anybody survive as a mother if they don't know God? Yeah. Um, how, why does God give children to people that are so messed up and you know, screwed up? It's because God is bigger than that. Mm-hmm. And he's, he pulls out sinners to obey him and to be his faithful followers the weak things to yes one of the things when lucy was born there was a lot of hardness of heart in my in my life um and her birth was the same pretty much as peter's Peter's. i went late i had to be induced Mm -hmm. had an epidural it was better it was the second time around yeah but um, my attitude was totally different god was just working in me that's the only thing. Mm-hmm. God is just working. He was breaking down the hardness. Mm-hmm. The verse in Romans, the kindness of the Lord mm-hmm. brings you to repentance. Yeah. I mean, that's just what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and I wasn't dealing with huge sins, but it was sin and my yeah. heart was hard towards God. It's so my first year, year and a half of motherhood and it was just uh, little markers along the way mm-hmm. of God's faithfulness mm-hmm. and my motherhood. You know, you, you get to 10 years out, it feels like, wow, that was a whole decade of motherhood. <laughs> Something I really don't feel good about. <laughs> but what, what am I supposed to do? I'm thankful that God has been teaching me to be humble <laughs> and teaching me to repent quickly and to recognize mm. my sin and recognize my willful blindness and just mm. and my stubbornness yeah. against repentance and against confession and um it's hard work yeah it's really hard work and it doesn't go away you right. know, the children are there <laughs> you are still there and for a while you know god's mercies are new every morning for yeah. a while i was like no i don't see that nope. <laughs> but here again i was just yeah. like no god you have to totally change my circumstances for it to be in for yeah. me to be better yeah mm-hmm. or for my attitude to change but you mentioned earlier cultivating joy what are some ways that you try to cultivate joy <laughs> i try not to I'm, I'm learning i try not to take myself so seriously mm-hmm. <laughs> jake would tell me that sometimes just you know you could you could use not taking yourself so seriously <laughs> maybe <laughs> oh come on this is not fun i am cleaning up all this mess and this is this is hard. This is not fun. I can't have a sense of humor about this. <laughs> there is something to acknowledging the hard, but just being like, okay. Yeah. yeah. 
seeing the humor in it and just realizing, okay, Amanda, it's really, come on. <laughs> it's really not that bad. You know, you can, you can rise above this and not, mm-hmm. not sink to the level of there's a whole box of Cheerios on the floor right now. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, whatever. Being willing to not live in the, the drudge mm-hmm. um, and being who my kids need me to be. Mm-hmm. You know, that could be a really heavy thing that's like, that can just pour more guilt on you. Or mm-hmm. my kids need a joyful mother. Mm-hmm. You know, what do I want my kids to think about me mm-hmm. as whenever yeah. they were little? Somebody who is, you know, didn't laugh at their jokes or didn't, mm-hmm. <laughs> wasn't happy to receive flowers from them. You know, when I would tell them, please just leave the flower on the plant. There's not very many. Could you just leave it on there? Just leave it. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be pretty outside. <laughs> yeah. No, my kids, I want my kids to have a, a good, you know, a, a happy mother. Yeah. 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 Okay. There's some motivation there. It's a hard line. You know, you think about the yeah. things that you want to be and the things that you want to do. It could be as little as reading your kids' Bible stories on the regular. Mm-hmm. And you could feel a lot of shame about not doing that. Or you could just, all right, we're going to do that right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to put a, I'm going to try to put a smile on. Okay, here we go. <laughs> this is what faith is. It's yeah. just, yeah. it's just doing it. Yeah. Seeing, okay, God, <laughs> I don't want to do this. It's not in me to do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, you've given it to me to do. By grace, you've given me the ability what to I respond. Need to be able to do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah. To be cheerful. And if you build those things, it'll get easier to walk in those things. So it wasn't as if like things slowed down yeah, <laughs> for no. us. Circumstances didn't change. Yeah. You know, we, we haven't had a lot of time. We don't have regular date nights. And it's like a cardinal thing what? that we don't do. <laughs> but... We are good friends. We watch like we watch basketball together, and we watch sports. I really like watching sports, maybe even more than Jake does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, this is not just something you're doing for him. <laughs> no, I, I really, yeah, you really enjoy it. And that's yeah. a, a really sweet bond that we have. That not yeah. it's not a lot. Not nor common. Yeah. at least yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of couples don't have sports as a bond. Right. <laughs> no, no. Um, no but it's cool. really good because my kids play sports, and yeah. I'm yeah. I'm like the sports mom. Yeah. That's what I am. That's what I do. Um, but I don't know. It's not like, um, you know, we've arrived in any way yeah. <laughs> with parenting or with with marriage, you know. Just being able to see and to have hope. Mm-hmm. Give yourself to motherhood. Be the mom. And don't don't hold back. Just laugh yeah. and, in, mm-hmm. and enjoy it. You know, people say this to you in the grocery store. Enjoy it now, honey. Yeah, they're gonna be good. And you're like, yeah, yeah I'm not gonna, I'm not going to look back on the fit throwing in the grocery yeah. aisle fondly. Yeah, this is not what I want to remember. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's room for that. Forget those things. Yeah, it's okay to not like that. <laughs> but there is so much to enjoy about children. Yeah, if you just see it. Monumental is hosted by Katie Walker and Amy Molina. It's produced and edited by Katie Walker. And it is executive produced by Nathan Alberson and Jake Mensel. If you like the show, please don't forget to rate and review in the app of your choice. And if you're interested in more great content, including articles and other podcasts, please visit warhornmedia.com.